Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. Welcome, gabbers. Okay. So anyway, we're back. We're happy to be here. We hope you had a great 4th of July. Yeah. Happy holidays. Summer (laughs) holidays time. (laughs) We need more summer holiday music. Like... Every other holiday would, I mean, to America. yeah, some of those today. sound like your drunk uncle, but most of the time on 4th of July, your uncle might be drunk anyway. So, <laughs> all right. Well, before we get into this week's subject, are you ready to share any someday you'll laugh about this moments? Um, are you going to share the one from this morning? Sure. Okay. I think that's pretty funny. So our mom, Mama Gabfest, Karen, <laughs> just got back from her church mission in Hawaii. Yeah. And her, she took the red eye as we usually do from Hawaii. So it was really early in the morning when we went to pick her up. Well, as she was heading over to get her bags, I was kind of trailing behind and there was a group of young elder missionaries kind of walking across. That sounds like an oxymoron if you don't know. Yes. Young elder missionaries. But young elder missionaries. Okay. Like teenage boys. Um, and they were walking kind of towards us. And so I was just like feeling the energy. We just welcomed yeah, my mom we just home. Welcome, yeah. We're in, we're feeling the spirit. And I started like clapping and being like, Woo, missionaries. Go missionaries. and they kind of looked tired. Okay. But also, um, get used to it. Cause, uh, you're about to be waking up early for two years. So anyway, then I said, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> and this kid looked at me as he's walking and goes, um, to the bathroom. <laughs> Come on. I'm like, hey, sassy Sass. pants. Sass. Where's the spirit of the Lord now? He needs to be humbled. No kidding. <laughs> I ho- I was hoping he was going somewhere third world. Oh, my gosh. That. <laughs> then his little companion that was with him or whatever kind of looked at me and goes, Tampa, Florida. <laughs> and I was like, thank, thank you. you very much. Yes. I was encouraging you. I'm interested I was, in your life. I felt like I was you being... disrespectful heathen. Yeah. I feel like I was... Um, being his hype girl, like their hype girl. I was like, yeah. yay, clapping. It's early. Mm-hmm. Way to go. And he was like, to the, the bathroom. bathroom. I was like, I hope you have diarrhea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you're listening to this and that was your son, I apologize. <laughs> How would they know? Because they're like, I have In- a son going to Tampa and he's sassy. <laughs> For all they know, he was the one that actually leveled with you. True. If it, you want to assume that him. was your son, it go ahead. It must be him. He would be the one that would tell her honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I said to appreciate my, the gesture. I said to my husband, I'm like, I couldn't tell if he was being sassy or if he was just kind of dumb. You know, like, I'm going to the bathroom. bathroom. And like, my husband looked at me. No, that feels like a personal question. <laughs> my husband looked at me and goes. woman. He was being sassy. Like, pretty <laughs> confident he was being sassy. So, you know, anyway. 19-year-old, 18-year-old. Come on. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get rolling with today's topic? Yes. So we put out a um, request for stories about funny, crazy animal interactions, whether it's pets or wild animals. Yeah. We thought it would be hilarious. We've had some really funny ones. And when I went back and listened to one of our episodes about the girl that was running and dogs used to chase her and she yelled at the dog to go home and then it got hit by a car. Yeah. That's kind of what got my mind going on this subject to be honest. So I'm excited to share some of these. I think it'll be funny. Yeah. I, when we re-listened to, to that episode, I was shocked all over again. Right. I totally forgot. Well, I didn't see that coming. I just thought right. that was kind of going to be the end of it. And then all of a sudden it was like, and the dog, the dog died. died. Uh, do you have any personal stories with animals? Yeah. So, I mean, a couple years ago I was at the county fair and I had kind of a breezy blouse <laughs> and I, I turned my back on the goat pen. 
Rookie and I went to pull away. Goats eat everything. Oh, yeah. They chew everything. Oh, it's yeah. like a freaking nine-month-old baby. They just put everything <laughs> in their mouth. So all of a sudden, I went to go to step away, and I was being pulled back. And it had like a good few inches of my blouse like chomping on it. Oh, my gosh. And I was kind of like, ah, ah, And I didn't want to rip my shirt. Release. Release. <laughs> <laughs> and all, everyone turned. go follow commands? And of course, everyone turned and was like, that tracks. Like, yeah. that would happen mm-hmm. to Allison. A goat tried to eat her shirt. <laughs> whilst she's wearing it um yeah and i what's also kind of i feel like it's cute everyone's got this story of an animal that they always have the funniest names yes so i was at the parade the other day with my uncle and we saw the people riding by with their horses and there was like a young kid on one of the horses and Uh we thought that was just cute and my uncle's like i rode a a horse like that named peanut (laughs) and then i was like i took horse riding lessons and my horse's name was rad yes like you got it. You have these little sentimental, you know, yeah. cutesy little names. Names and peanuts. So, so you really do connect with them. And then when they turn on you, it's it's pretty right. jarring. Nothing's endearing about like a horse named Gary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So speaking of names, that actually transitions great. We'll Perfect. start out with this story. This listener said, ugh, I dated this guy and he had a massive, ugly dog. Herman was his name. <laughs> She said, every time I would go to his house, this dog would tackle her down and hump her. Oh, no. The guy, I thought it was hilarious and wouldn't even help. She said, I hated that dog and eventually broke up with him. Probably probably because because of Herman. (laughs) But I have, we actually got several submissions similar to this where the dog just picks out a person. And this happened to me with a dog named Cuddles. What? I don't remember this. I had a friend with a dog named Cuddles. A little too cuddly, if you know no, what I really. mean. No, really. And I was kind of new to the area. And I went over Cuddles. to have a sleepover. And we were like dancing, listening to the radio. And mm-hmm. Cuddles made a beeline for me. <laughs> and I didn't even had never even seen dogs behave this way. So I right. kind of quite, didn't quite understand You're what like, was even going on. I was like, having get, a seizure on I was my like, leg. get down. Like kind of pushing yeah. it down, you know. And my friends start thinking it's hilarious because they understand what's going on yeah and i was like pushing it down and it kept it would growl it would (gasps) growl at me and so then i was scared yeah and so i just kind of like sat on the couch you know like okay (laughs) and then it jumped on the couch (gasps) and mounted my shoulder (laughs) and continued and my friends are just laughing and i'm kind Uh of getting teary-eyed because we're i'm in about fourth grade like a dog is literally attacking you yeah i'm being cuddled violated by cuddles (laughs) and names and so and so my friends i start being like i'm gonna go home like because i don't know why you think there's something wrong like i must smell like beef liver or something that's making them really want a piece of this and so my friends end up starting to be like okay i'm like can we get the dog out you know and they someone needs to kennel cuddles and they um barricaded me like so they like blockaded me cuddles Cuddles, but they kind of like got stepped in front to break the hump (laughs) and and Cuddles was like at them and then they got scared and just left and then Cuddles came about <laughs> again. Yeah, and finally like they went and got their mom. But it went on <laughs> way too long. Need adult intervention. Yeah, and I remember them being like, "Why does it only do it to you?" You know, and I was like, "I don't know, but I'm really embarrassed." Even though, you know what? Cuddles is the one that should be embarrassed. <laughs> he should feel ashamed for his actions. Actions. Okay, Cuddles. I have nothing to apologize for other than maybe I smell fabulous. <laughs> I have no idea what. Or like bacon. 
But I never understand, like, why um, certain dogs find certain people. Right. There's probably an article about it because someone else did mention that they had that they, they had a sister-in-law that bred dogs and they would went to visit one time and one of the dogs got a little excited, kept trying to hump their leg the whole night. Uh-huh. They, like... Just them. Just them. They, it wasn't, you know, little this, little that. Yeah, I'm like, someone her. throw them, like, the stuffed squeaker toy. Like, <laughs> and she's... Anyway, she said even when her husband would touch her... It would growl. Like, oh it got gosh. territorial. And she said, so awkward, so gross, and I guess a little funny. <laughs> but yeah, multiple stories like that. And I just, I can I can feel for them. And I was yeah. in fourth grade. And every time I went over, I kind of just had ill feelings towards cuddles, you know? <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of dogs, mm-hmm. this listener wrote in and she said that her husband got attacked by a dog when he was seven, oh. which is really scary. Well, and it just sets you up for a lifetime of maybe being scared, scared of dogs. dogs. Yeah. yeah. And she, the dog was all the way across the street. Saw the kid and just once again beelined, right. beelined, but they, they got mad. The dog, right? I don't know the pronouns, I'm just saying they, uh, like we were saying, this has stayed with him for life. And yeah. she goes, Actually, he really loves dogs, which is a surprise, but right. he will have lash out dreams about <gasps> like a night terror. This dog, att- yes, yeah. she'll wake up to him like kicking really hard mm-hmm. in the bed, mm-hmm. and then sh- the next morning she'll be like, Why did you like? karate kick right in in the night and he goes i had a dream that a dog was attacking our cat and i kicked it and then she goes another time he like punched the bed super hard in his sleep yeah and he was having a dream once again about a a dog attacking so subconsciously he doesn't love dogs obviously Uh, yeah well or he just it's really a trauma that's lingering right you need to do some breath work. And she's like, I'm so grateful we have a king-size bed. Yeah. Because he's having these lash-out <laughs> yeah. dog attack dreams, and he's fighting back this time. She needs, and that's, maybe that's what it is. Is He was a seven-year-old, very vulnerable. Yes. He couldn't fight back. Now, now he's a full-grown adult, and he's, he's like, taking control. I could punch that dog. I could kick that dog. I should have. I should have. Yeah. I mean, maybe that maybe that's therapeutic. Right. To punch a dog in your dreams, because in real life, you could maybe get in trouble. Maybe go get some charges filed. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, this listener said, we'll just keep going with the uh, dog stories. This listener said uh, she was helping her mom drop something off to a neighbor. Britt can relate to this. Have we told that story yet? I I feel like we've just dropped hints here and there. I I know I mentioned like just an innocent primary course to trying to drop off handouts during COVID. I think you're going to have to dive deeper today. (laughs) I think you're going to have to dig deep. Okay. So they said the neighbor that they were dropping something off to wasn't home. So they just dropped the item by their front door. But as she was heading back to the mom in the car, she jumped off their porch onto their driveway. Wee. Yeah. <laughs> she said, well, this startled their giant, old, and slightly blind <gasps> dog. He looked similar to Beethoven from the 90s <laughs> in her mind. Maybe it was really not. But you know when you're little, things become fantastical like, and, and, really and big. big. Yeah. But maybe... Like the beast on, on Sandlot. Right. But also, ba- like those dogs... Are really big. Are big. And they were more popular... The, the dogs from movies got popular. So I felt like Doberman Pinschers, mm-hmm. Dalmatians, mm-hmm. and St. Bernard's got yeah. popular in that time. I never see those dogs anymore. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like funny how it goes with trends or something. Uh-huh. So anyway, I guess he was chained by their garage and sitting in their driveway. She said, I wasn't scared of dogs since she had two, so she didn't think anything of him. But he, when he jumped onto the driveway, he got upset and charged her, <gasps> bit through her little sundress uh-huh. and her Tuesday underwear. <laughs> And into one of her booty cheeks. The day of the 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 week. week. Underwear. And she said he started throwing her around like a rag doll by (gasps) her bum. Her mom, like, took a minute to just get out um, of the car and park and, like, come and get her. Luckily, she didn't need stitches and the dog had had his rabies shot. But (laughs) she had a big crescent moon scar on her bum for years. And 
worse than that, no Tuesday underwear anymore. <laughs> what am I supposed to do, do on, on Tuesdays? Tuesday? Go commando like a heathen? <laughs> she said she was actually really concerned about her underwear for some reason. At that age, that's, those are the things you hyperfixate yeah. on. Probably to avoid the trauma of right. what really happened. Right. Like, wow, my Tuesday underwear. When it was really like, wow, wow. Oh, an unfamiliar animal literally attacked me. And dragged me around like a rag doll. <laughs> no, um, my story isn't funny, but it was just I kind of. It, it's not funny. It's, well, it's it, I scary. guess it kind of is. So what happened was I was dropping off this handout and knocking on these people's door, and the dog came running out and nipped me. Yeah, and I got a little bit of blood, but not much. And I was like, "Holy moly!" Mm-hmm. And the family was like, "Next time, just leave it on the doorstep Walk and get the out of yeah, here." Yeah, like, literally, they're like, "Just leave it on the doorstep next time." And I was like done got it so anyway the next time sorry for my friendliness (laughs) (laughs) and so the next time i had to go deliver these handouts i went to that house and i was like i am 100 not even knocking on the door i don't even want that dog barking on the other side right i just want to drop it off and go yeah well for some unknown reason (laughs) the family saw me coming and just opens the door again with Cujo. Yeah. Is that its name or did you no, just make it I up? No, I just made that up. Okay. That's like the devil dog on that movie Cujo. Oh, okay. And then Cujo, once again, just <laughs> comes charging out of the house and bits, bites me hard. Yeah. And you guys know how on those houses... He's from like, like, she got away before. I'm not going to let her get away again. <laughs> and before, but before it can reach me, and its real name is not Cujo. I'm just saying that because I want to give you guys a really good mental picture of this corgi. Um, corgi. <laughs> <laughs> so you know this was not like Queen Elizabeth's corgis. You know, no way. Um, how did it even reach you? Kensington Palace would never. Um, <laughs> no. So you know how in those houses, they're kind of like 50s, 60s era. Yeah. Where they have um, the wrought iron um, trellises almost. Yeah. And they kind of swirl and they go up from the, the cement all the way up to the... Uh, it's like a pillar. Yeah. It's like the uh, pillar for an awning, but it's more that retro style. Yeah. I grabbed onto it and I promise I almost <laughs> you scaled did. it. You yes. scaled it. I lift. I almost <laughs> did like a back hip circle for those of you who are gymnasts. Um, <laughs> you never in my life could I uh, do <laughs> that gymnast. in gymnastics don't you remember, class. Don't you remember her Spartan race, the upper body strength? Well, um, it's amazing what your body can do when you're in pure panic. But it didn't help because I, I what goes up must come down. Yeah. I couldn't just hold myself. But why didn't they apprehend their dog? That's saying these people they were like slow on the uptake like yeah. i'm like why would you just open your door to let the dog out when i was just gonna leave the handout on your doorstep right so they were just like oh dog's out and then i'm like climbing, climbing their trellis scaling their trellis yeah and then and then the dog just gets me anyway i end up going having to go to instacare for this one <laughs> yeah. it was deeper i was both physically and emotionally <laughs> mentally deeper and it was on the back of my leg. Yeah. And the guy working on my leg was like, were you running from the dog? Like thinking that I was an idiot. You're like, listen, this isn't going to be one of those blame the victim things. No. I'm, yeah. Because all I did was come down from the trellis and flip around. Right. So the dog didn't get my front parts. Right. And, and but yeah, I just felt like they were, they, he was like, so it's you, instinctual. So you ran from the dog. Like it's almost like dog people, they're trained to know, like, don't run from a dog. It makes it want to make chase. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, You're like, I was actually just leaving the house and they released the hound. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I was facing backwards, but I yeah. would not say that I was in I, a chase. I was not egging the dog on no. by like, come and get me. <laughs> All happened so fast. Yeah, it really did. It really did. All right. Well, another dog one real quick. And by the way, I love dogs. So we'll move on to other animals. But this listener said she was about seven years younger than her sisters and cousins. And they all wanted to walk to 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Well, 
they all came flying to the house screaming about a dog chasing them. And the mom was like, where is Susie or whatever? And all of them made that, oh, crap face (laughs) and realized they had just left her outside with the mean dog. And yes, she did get bit. And she said, dang, teenagers. But you go into mode of run. Hurry, get in there. And all you have to do is beat the slowest person. Which is your six-year-old cousin. (laughs) Or you're sister. supposed to be wa- or yeah, or, or sister or who you're supposed to be watching over. Right. Sad. What's interesting is yeah, we have a few like different genres because I know you have a giraffe story. Yes. And I have a giraffe story. Okay. So this listener, she was little mm-hmm. and she went to the zoo and her dad said, put this leaf in your mouth. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So they were probably at the giraffe encounter. Mm-hmm. And those aren't caged. They're usually right. just like a big fence. Right. Where you can observe. And they were really close to the giraffes. Mm-hmm. They had come really close to the fence. And the dad goes, put this leaf in your mouth <laughs> and we'll see if it can make the giraffe come over. Well, the giraffe... <laughs> Have you ever seen a giraffe's tongue? Isn't it like black? It's black and it's long and I don't want it anywhere near it's me. It's probably the size of my forearm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this poor little girl, the giraffe does come up. You do it, dad. Yeah, seriously. My face could get bit off right now. <laughs> It's like, you know you want to pay for corrective surgery? Um, giraffes are like akin to horses. And yeah. when you feed a horse, you have to like put your hand flat, flat because so they can take... chomp down and break your hand. So you times that. <laughs> times that. Giraffes are way bigger. <laughs> anyway, luckily, the giraffe did not bite. It just full on took that huge forearm of a tongue, licked yes. your face from chin to forehead on the way up, oh like upper nose. And gathered the leaves on the way. Gathered the leaves. Up her oh nose and gosh, everything. Ew. That's disgusting. It's so gross. I wish we had it on video. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Come on, Dad. If you're going to dare your daughter to do, do it, some, at least. We need footage. Yeah. At least let it go like semi viral. Right. Okay, well, I do have a giraffe story as well. You haven't heard it, but we both were like, oh my gosh, that's funny. We both have giraffe stories. Mm-hmm. This listener, she said, um, this girl, she actually did a lot, some modeling in Japan. Ooh. And so on this day, she was scheduled to go to the zoo outside of Tokyo and be in a television show about an American woman who could telepathically talk to animals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a great plot. I don't know. It's just funny. Like, yeah. why? Why? Anyway, <laughs> so she said... So the girl was going to play her as a little girl, and then, okay. then somebody else was going to play her as, as an adult. the mother. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. So anyway, so they shot some video. They took this girl. So it was more like a montage. Yes. Maybe like when she was younger. Because I'm like, you need an actress, not a model. Right. Like, no offense. But <laughs> there maybe wasn't like a lot of speaking. Maybe it was like. But if they just need an American and there happens to be a model in the area that's yeah. blonde, they're uh-huh. like, her. her. So they said that after they shot some video, they um, went to do some close-ups with the girl and the animals they walked over and there was a man feeding the giraffes and he asked if i was interested he gave her the handful of food and at first she stood there facing the giraffe and fed the giraffe the guy said hey do you want me to take some pictures of you feeding the giraffe sure so she turned around and she was taking the food out of her right hand and feeding him with the left hand we have pictures and he put his head over her shoulder and tried to go for the handful of food as she slowly dropped her hand he got mad reared (gasps) back and slammed her in the head what like head butted her i guess that's actually how giraffes fight really and their heads are so powerful they can kill each other so a so human, a human skull. has no chance no but she did uh <laughs> thankfully or i don't know that i'd be telling the story no and she said she was lucky the force spun her around which <gasps> absorbed a lot of the energy oh my gosh oh. 
she said she did have a big gash um, oh. and a big purple knot on her head for a while. Needless to say, she doesn't love giraffes and probably didn't model much <laughs> for at least until <laughs> the wound was healed. Yeah. Unless they're like, we need someone to come model for the hospital. Band-Aid brand. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, she doesn't love giraffes. They got in touch with the lady who was supposed to be in the show, and she said it was very unlike a giraffe because they are such docile creatures. I think she got a hold of the lady who maybe she was supposed to be in the show, like the actual person Uh who's maybe telepathic with animals, the Uh Dr. Doolittle of Japan. (laughs) And so apparently just this time, maybe it's just real hungry, real hangry. Oh, my gosh. Surprisingly enough, we have more animal headbutting stories. Yikes. I didn't know how common this was. And these are large animals. Yeah. Right? I didn't know so many animals head butted. Right. Like, I didn't know so many of them. But I guess if you have no opposable thumbs, which <laughs> a lot of animals don't. Like, you I know what I mean? Like, they're, the agility for a lot of these animals is just sheer brute force. And that's a lot of their power. Yes. In forward motion. Right. Um. I don't so it's understand. like if they walk on all fours, what are they going to do? They can't, like, like side swipe you, like, give right. you, like, a right hook, yeah. you know? Um. I actually don't understand the concept of headbutting in general. <laughs> Seems like, like if it does I more damage to yourself it, it, or equal, but I also don't have the skull of like a buffalo. You know but, what I mean? But like if you watch a Jackie Chan movie, correct? Um, <laughs> they all say if you do it right, but I, feels, I know I wouldn't have the confidence. It feels equally damaging to both parties, right. so I it feel doesn't like I might feel break a nose. it doesn't feel like it's an effective fighting tactic, right? Um, but this listener, it just she like said, looks bad. Eh, well, yeah, people. it looks like um. Oh, sick yeah. man yeah and then you're like i really do feel sick now i have a concussion. concussion um so this listener she said that one year her friend came to the 4-h fair with his steer that was supposed to be a gentle giant mm. when they got it out of the trailer on weigh-in day the steer went berserk <laughs> he ended up running up on the hill of the fairgrounds right through the intersection of the busiest road in the area and was finally lassoed by someone who was riding in the back of a pickup truck, oh looping gosh. the lasso above his head. <laughs> this is this is a movie. Uh-huh. This is Beverly Hillbillies. Right. It is. <laughs> um, dun, 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 like, yes. like theme music as this uh-huh. person's like Well, it reminds me his... of, you guys, you know, this is niche, uh, Mighty Ducks 3. Where Mighty Ducks, Ducks Three, where that yes. they, or no, I think it's, he's in the second one too. Yeah. That that kid from the country, he like lassoes them on the ice. Yes. That's what I'm picturing. Um, <laughs> in the back of a truck, they were able to get it and load it back up into the trailer. And his her friend thought that he really had a close connection to this steer of his. So he was like deeply offended on a personal level. Well, no, he's just like, listen, How dare you? Listen, thank you for capturing my steer. Oh. Let me get in there and once again, Doctor Doolittle, this situation. What? So it's not like. Black Beauty, like I don't <laughs> stallion, like a like a you know like a horse. I feel like that that's more likely. But she said the animal was still really struggling because it just got lassoed into the back of a yeah. Pickup so truck. like, just give me a minute, man. Just don't even talk to me. It says the steer. But the the kid who thinks he has this connection hops in the back, but the, it's going crazy. Yeah. So the steer started headbutting him <gasps> multiple times. While he's locked into like a trailer with him. Yeah, I think he's in the, the bed of a pickup truck. Has he never seen a matador? <laughs> There are certain equipment, i.e. a red flag, yeah. that you're going to need here. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, has he never seen the anger of that type of animal? Mm-hmm. Like, to just right. to just let him cool off. <laughs> he thought he had that connection. Sometimes... I feel like that's the problem the, with a lot of these stories. Sometimes the delusion yeah. leads to life-threatening injuries. There's a whole, like, television series, and it's like a reality <laughs> show, and I uh-huh. can't remember what it's called. It's bugging me that I can't remember, but it's basically talking about people that 
got these pets like a tiger or uh-huh. an orangutan and they or, think if they raise it from a baby and yeah and they like sleep with the tiger in bed or the bear or uh-huh. whatever and yeah. I, I watched them and <laughs> they think that they have built this trust they're still an animal right they're still a wild animal, animal. they still with- have instincts built into them <laughs> you know what i mean hundreds of pounds heavier but us than you emotional beings over mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. have this oh they would never yeah you know what i mean <laughs> Anyway, he's he actually ends up being able to escape the back of the truck. Uh-huh. She said he actually was okay. Oh, wow. I mean, I think he had to go to the hospital, right. but he lived. I mean, maybe it, lost a few teeth, maybe, <laughs> or some brain cells. I can if I saw a steer headbutting a An, 12-year-old, oh, he was little. Cuz they're 4H. Yeah, well, 4H I think. The oldest you can be is 18, right? Yeah. It's for kids, it's for right. teens. Brit's just trying to make it more dramatic. It is. He was 12. <laughs> No, I'm being serious. That's not, I'm trying to paint a picture. This wasn't somewhere between the this wasn't of twelve and eight. This wasn't Chuck Norris right. handling the steer. Right. This it was, was no Kevin Costner it was, movie, Western movie. Yeah, it was little Devin from down the street, and who did, probably didn't want to do this anyway, but his mom thought it would help build some character. <laughs> All right. Why? Well, what about steer randomly? In wow. It. Wow. Okay. This is like. I don't want to say eerily similar, but wildly similar. So this listener said they raised steers a couple times. And one time they just happened to buy a heifer and a steer calf from a guy. Okay. And he chose which ones to bring them and deliver them. So this is probably, you know what this is? It's the guy who just got rid of the headbutting steer and he's like, here, take this one. I have the perfect steer in mind for you. Because it sounds like the same same animal. He's so, like, the whole point of 4-H is to sell your animal right. so you can have a college education. And I'm not making any guarantees because, yes, it's an animal. So they get them delivered to them. And as soon as he let the heifer out of the trailer, she was ticked. Yeah. So I guess this isn't the same animal because the heifer is a girl. She <laughs> bolted and thrashed through an electric and barbed wire fence and started Yikes. running down the canal road by their house. <laughs> the canal road also lines a fancy new neighborhood. Oh, gosh. Some farmers sold their land and now somebody's yeah, and developing now these it. city-fied yeah. folks are just like, isn't it nice? Nice to be out in the country. Right. And then this happened. So many people were outside, like enjoying the evening, <laughs> yeah. like having a BBQ, whatever. And they suddenly <laughs> see just a cow run by. Followed moments later by this girl's husband running frantically and then her son chasing the husband frantically. <laughs> she said some of these people knew them and jumped in trucks and four-wheelers and came to help. Other neighbors called the cops. <laughs> Soon the whole neighborhood and the cops were out trying to catch this cow. She said this also happens to be her introverted husband's, like, worst nightmare. What, like, rallying the whole city yes. to try and catch his wild animal? Yes. Yeah. Right. It's embarrassing for people who are introverted. Uh, they tried to corner it, but it just bolted through people and was running all over the neighborhood. She said they called the guy who sold them the cow and told them what happened. Finally, he called his cowboy friend to what come What is he supposed help. to say? No take backs? Final sale <laughs> as is? No returns? Yeah. No store credit? <laughs> The guy they bought him from called his cowboy friend to come and help. She said before she knew it, uh, she sees a cowboy on horseback with a lasso this is riding hot. down a very high and suburb high end and suburban road. <laughs> and she said he lassos the cow in between two neighbors' houses and manages to get this thing into the trailer. She said it was the most stressful thing ever, and the cow went to auction the very next day. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's so funny. Well, Call it's in just, the reinforcement. But it's just so funny because it's like she said, like this upscale rural area uh-huh. it happens to be surrounded by some like farmland, you mm-hmm. know, so they like the vibe. Uh-huh. But little did they know they'd get a rogue heifer. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we had something like this happen. So I used to live in kind of a similar thing. I was actually living in a townhouse. So, but it used to be all farm area. Yeah. And so there still were farms out. 
one morning we were sleeping, it was like 6 a.m. And we felt shaking initially, totally earthquake. thought it was an earthquake. Jump up and I, and then and then I swear I heard mooing. And and then I'm like, oh, someone's phone's vibrating. You know, you're you're yeah, you're being awake. Well, when you're not wake- coherent. Like one time, um, I you're thought, being awakened. One time, I thought I was experiencing an earthquake in the night, and I woke up so convinced um, that there was an earthquake in the night. So I got on Facebook to see if people were commenting, like, "Did anybody feel that mm-hmm. shaking?" That's usually what happens. Yeah. And nobody was making any comments. So I almost got on and made an entire post, being like, "What was that? Did anybody else feel that earthquake? I wonder where the epicenter was." And then I realized I feel like maybe I was the only person feeling it. And uh, after some internet research, I found that maybe it was a symptom of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Where you get the shakes in the night. Yeah, it turns out it's just like a mental health issue. Um, sorry to alarm <laughs> everybody about the epicenter. There was no epicenter. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the epicenter. I'm the epicenter in my own life. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. So anyway, but when – yeah, so I like pop up and I'm like, Andy, like waking my husband up. And the phone – I was like, maybe a phone's vibrating. Anyway, and then it sort of died down. We were like, what was that? Anyway, like a whole herd of cattle had broken through the fence and like gotten out. And ran through these ran condos? Ran through the condos. Like ran through the townhomes. <laughs> it was so weird. So there was like some poop in the road. Yeah. A bunch of people were popping out of their houses in like, their pajamas. What is like, happening? Yeah. Like feeling this. It was so funny. <laughs> well, when I told mom about what our subject was today, she's like, oh, I've got some. So she said she was riding this little Shetland pony. Mm-hmm. And when you think of a Shetland pony, you just think Adorbs. it's adorable. It's the little pony that they bring to the birthday party. On Miss Outfire. And something spooked the Shetland pony and takes off running and she's a little girl yeah. and it runs right into the intersection. One of the busiest intersections right. in that area. She's screaming and crying. Right. So that's making the horse freak out more right. and it just can, continues to run. And I don't think anybody realized that she hard, was even gone. That's the hard thing about <laughs> Yeah. There were five kids in that family yeah. and they lived on a farm. Uh-huh. Kids could have been gone at any point. Um, but this is what I have a hard time with, with like animals is like, they say, you know, dogs, they sense your fear that, and they perceive mm-hmm. it as a threat. Bees mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. they sense your fear. And so Hate then that. you're afraid of Hate being that. afraid. You know, you're like, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm not, I'm breathing heavy. Cause I just got done running. I'm not scared I'm not afraid. of you. <laughs> Did you hear me? I'm, I'm not, not afraid, afraid anymore. anymore. It's like, do I look into the eyes? Do I not look into the eyes? Which right. animal is this? <sighs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. I have two submissions from one listener, which we don't do very often because like we try to spread it out, but these are just too good. Okay. So a lot of what I'm also seeing with some of these stories um, is like little kids and, and animals. Right. <laughs> because- Well, they love them. They love them. And they want to hug them. And em. sometimes they love them to death, you know, or love them oh, just this is taking too a turn. much. And so I had a neighbor- <laughs> Who they went and bought bunnies, and their little boy was just excited, and he just took it to their little background backyard playground, and sliding it down the slide. No, really, it was yeah. sending the bunny. He was sending the bunny down the slide, swinging on the swings with him. Yeah. And the bunny woke up the next day. Well, actually, no, he didn't wake up the next day. He had like a heart attack in <gasps> oh. the night. Too much stress. Bunnies, too much. Bunnies too much. have heart attacks. It yeah. seems. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were always told this story about my aunt's house. She lived kind of up by the woods, and they decided to get bunnies, and mm-hmm. they had a cage for the bunnies out in the back. So it couldn't have been accessed by a coyote. But the fact that there was a coyote on the ground stalking, stalking them killed them. Mm-hmm. They all died. Yeah. Because of the relate. stress. I can relate. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, you ever had the anxiety shakes. Racing so bad yeah. that you're like, it's going to pop out. <laughs> That's poor little bunnies. Anyway, so I just have a, a couple funny of these kid ones. This listener said, she probably shouldn't admit this, but when she was little, she was a little bit cruel to her pets and one day she was playing hide and seek with her cat just her and the cat (laughs) 
Okay, your turn to hide. Cats don't seem like they would vibe with hide and seek. They're, they don't seem like they'd vibe very much at all. Yeah. And so hide and seek with a seven-year-old? Right. Probably not. There's a chance you're going to die in that hiding spot because the cat <laughs> does not, not want to come find you. Sure, the I'll dog, one hundred percent. Sure, I'll count for you. Go yeah, hi- go hide. That is so cat-like, Brit. So she decided, like, I'm going to hide the cat <laughs> <laughs> and then try to find it. I don't know, but do you want to know where she hid it? Did she hide it in like the fridge? Close the freezer. This is a full Dwight K. Schrute. <laughs> she hid it in the freezer, and then she forgot about it. Oh, as my. kids do. <laughs> What was I doing? I, I felt get- like I was playing hide and seek with somebody. She got distracted. She saw a popsicle in there, <laughs> took it, went to eat it. Bluey was on. Right. So she said, all of a sudden, hours, hours oh, later, no. she ran into the kitchen to get it only to see her brother <gasps> opening the freezer. Trauma. <laughs> she said it lived. What? But supposedly it was frozen solid when they found it. No. Like probably minutes from death. <gasps> Or maybe it's like cryogenically frozen, yeah. like Austin Powers. <laughs> I know. Just don't get any out. ideas, just, you guys. Just throw don't it get in the dryer and thaw it out. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> okay. Same listener. You ready? She said when she was young, her brother brought home a school project. He was supposed to raise two little chicks. She said she loved those chicks. Overly loved oh, the no. chicks. One day she was giving them a ride on her trike. <laughs> <laughs> On each handlebar. <gasps> a chick falling off trike handlebars is like, it's like us falling, falling off from a 10-story building. Is Yeah, falling off a cliff's edge. Right. At one point, one jumped off and went right under her <gasps> tire. <laughs> she said, you think that's bad. Oh, no. Wait till you hear what happened to the other chick. I don't even know if I can include this. Another day, her another day, the, her brother and her were playing with the remaining chick. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and a vacuum. <gasps> Stop it. She said. Who was vacuuming? <laughs> them. On purpose? Yes. So her brother was showing her that if you put the hose just <gasps> above the little chicky feathers. It fuzzes its hair. Then it makes its little feathers go up. I can't with these stories. Well, next I can't. <laughs> next oh, thing you know. my gosh. Her brother left for a second with just her. And the vacuum. The and the vacuum. So she tried it herself. No. Well, she said she must have gotten a little close with the hose and oh my. (laughs) The chick was gone. Gosh. Her brother didn't do too well on that school project. (laughs) Keep it in the terrarium. Oh my gosh. I do not (laughs) attempt. I'm so glad this girl is not a serial killer. I can't believe these stories. She could have been mislabeled. (laughs) I know she. Nowadays, they'd have a file on her. Uh-huh. Uh, but back then, I mean, and I, these seem like accidents. She just they really are. wanted to play with yes. them. She wanted to see the hair fuzz. Right. So those of you who have had incidences with your kids and animals, don't, don't jump to conclusions. Don't feel bad. Right. Don't label them or send them to but a like, home. How, where, where was the end on that? Like, did the mom, there's a carcass in your vacuum bag. <laughs> Or your vacuum canister. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, where are, we, where are we going with that? I like, guarantee they didn't tell her. I wouldn't. And I wouldn't want to go fish a potentially decapitated chick. Well, speaking of young chicks, similar vein, Allison one time hosted, <laughs> she she was the host family for some ducklings. Orphan ducks. And sent me a video of them swimming adorably yeah. in her bathtub. They're so cute. They're so cute. But then we found out that like ducks are way more high maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, that fly away home. Although it was geese. Huh? It was geese. Come on, geese. Okay. So she, 
<laughs> oh my gosh. What no, what heck? happened was there were baby ducks in my mother-in-law's window well, and some boys found their mother dead under their trampoline from like a raccoon or a skunk or something oh. like that. So we knew 100% they were orphans. Yeah. So we brought them to us because we thought, well, we live in the most country-like area. Mm-hmm. But then we started finding out that they were like very high maintenance and like I don't know. Messy or something like that, right? No, it was like something psychologically, I think. Like, (laughs) I'm going to Google it, but I think it was something like they kind of imprint on you. Yeah. And so you have to like be around them. Mm -hmm. It's like on Flyway Home, like the geese, like she was the mama. Yeah. Or like on Modern Family when they imprinted on Claire. (laughs) And she like did – Phil was like so in love with these ducks. Claire Claire didn't want them. They imprinted on Claire. Phil was very jealous. No, really. And so that's like – we were like we're not – nobody's imprinting anything on me, you know? And so we (laughs) called the – I think we called like – the wildlife services or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So they could relocate the ducks, <laughs> rehome them. Well, this listener said she was eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. She and her husband were on campus one day mm-hmm. and they walked by a duck nest. Mm-hmm. The duck started chasing her. She's eight months pregnant and oh. didn't stop until about 50 yards. She's like, believe me, I can relate. Okay. I am a mother too. I, am a, I'm, I know how to like. I'm not the enemy. We need to be bonding together right now. <laughs> I am um, of no threat to you and your little ones. <laughs> I can barely run. I'm walking like yeah, a duck. Yeah. She's like waddle, waddle, yeah. waddle. The duck is like waddle, waddle, waddle. <laughs> Meanwhile, the husband is frozen. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. So you know, his, that was a conversation later yeah. that night. He just watched his pregnant wife get chased by a feisty mama duck for half a football field. You know, that's frightening because birds are a little scary and they're they're flighty. They're flappy, flighty. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we do have quite a few animal stories for being a family that doesn't my mom did. My mom actually grew up around a ton of animals. Like you Uh said, she grew up on a somewhat farm Mm -hmm. and had like raised sheep, helped Mm -hmm. with steers, all the things. They had like farm dogs that just roamed and things yeah. but my mom's never been like a pet person we had bunnies at one point yeah and we had a lot of crazy adventures with those bunnies yeah like that's one of my core early memories was coming home from kindergarten and walking to the bunny pen and i had no idea my bunny was even pregnant and <laughs> and watching my bunny like i watched a live birth in kindergarten <laughs> of the bunnies coming out and i know what you farm kids are thinking nbd i watched calves being born i helped pull them out yeah. But for me, I was living in a condo and it was a lot. It was a lot to process as, as a five-year-old. And um, we ended up with like twenty over 20 bunnies because there is that saying for a reason. Yeah. We thought we had all girl rabbits yeah. when we got them. One was a boy, three were girls. Yeah. So, so do the math. Yep. On that one. And they are on it like blue bonnet, like right after. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. there ain't no waiting six weeks like a, like a human mama. Okay. <laughs> Allison said she has so many questions about the story. And I, I do. And I do too. This listener said her husband grew up on an actual zoo. I don't know how Where? you- Where? I thought it was a movie. It we is. Bought a, a, Matt, a Matt Damon movie. Right. A little bit of a tearjerker. Um, <laughs> a total tearjerker. And I just, I, I don't know how you grow up on a zoo. I've never heard of that before. No. Like I feel like zoos are the Hogel Zoo. Right. The San Diego Zoo. And as far as I can tell, there's no living quarters for humans at the Hogel Zoo, <laughs> but maybe I've missed something. So she said it was not- abnormal for there to be animals just inside their house wowzers when he okay um like what if you're just like brushing your teeth and then all of a sudden there's a lemur like <laughs> you know I, I okay yeah, how exotic so are we talking about so was this a zoo about? like that people paid to get into or was she saying like they she just, just is calling it a zoo welcome to our zoo yeah because they just have a million different animals, animals. so yeah. that's my number one question i would say so she said when he was in third grade he came home from school one day and the orangutan <gasps> Had gotten into their house. Because orangutans, orangutans kill people. I had an, a nightmare about orangutans when I was five years old. I still remember it. Same with me and ostriches. <laughs> um, but 
they must have had some exotic animals because an orangutan yeah um is it orangutan orangutan potato potato i feel you like do you i feel like tang i feel weird saying orangutan, orangutan. yeah and doesn't it, feel right to me it doesn't so feel, i say orangutan me too and also it is the mascot on all the tang, tang. commercials so mm-hmm. it feels like that's what it is mm-hmm. anyway the orangutan had gotten into their house and was eating his mom's jewelry <laughs> That's not going to go down smooth. <laughs> but the little boy's arrival must have startled the orangutan. Uh-huh. And so he hopped up and perched on top of a door. <gasps> you guys, this is when it's I horrifying. evacuate, evacuate. Yeah, you're this, in his These world are the now. monkeys on Wizard of Oz. Yes. This is real scary. When he walked into his parents' room looking for his mom, it jumped on his back and got him in a headlock. Those things are strong. I really feel like, like one of that the, thing would snap a neck. I feel like in one of the episodes I watched of that show, which I still can't remember the name of, they said an orangutan like ate a guy's face off. Oh I'm gosh. not kidding you. Like defaced a human. Yeah. I would not feel comfortable if if orangutans just moseyed about yeah. my property or my home. Right. With with young children. They are so dangerously close to human life <laughs> that the fact that he could get in the house. Unless I could teach a few skills. <laughs> so now I'm just You adding- done in that bathroom there? Good. Yeah, and then he's like, the stairs, "No, I'm going to strangle you. Vacuuming. Now I'm going to strangle you for making me do making chores me and be toilet. your slave." <laughs> so many questions on that the one. The power dynamic is questionable. So terrifying and hilarious for that child. All right, this listener said her parents got her a hamster on Christmas morning when she was you guys, seven. I read a meme <laughs> that said anybody who's ever owned a hamster. A hamster? There is a trauma story associated with yes. it. Yes. Honestly. Yes. Do you think there's You any- have a trauma story with a hamster like two months ago, <laughs> right? Lenny died. Yeah, it's been about a year. Lenny died. Lenny did die. And it also got loose and it was very fast. Mm-hmm. The, we should have known. It was kind of like that steer situation. Yeah. The family that we bought it from nicknamed it Sonic because it was so fast and speedy. And yet you still took him home. <sighs> we didn't know what else to do. You um, were like, maybe the kids will get off my back with his dog stuff yeah if i get the it hamster. was co- you guys it was the onset of covid need i say more right um <laughs> all is forgiven <laughs> we bought a hamster um <laughs> but anyway yeah do you think that you can find one person who is a hamster owner former hamster owner that does not have a trauma story associated with i challenge you yeah i remember a friend the the hamster got loose mm-hmm. and the mom was in the kitchen kind of squealing and screaming mm-hmm. and we were trying to find it and it went behind the fridge yeah and we went to slide the fridge out Mm-mm. and the son just froze and was like it was under the fridge Gross. and the mom's like oh my god <laughs> did i ever tell the story about the sleepover i had with a friend and i didn't know her very well um the 90s were a wild time for sleepovers we got mm-hmm. to have sleepovers with a lot of with people, people that, that we did not know. Yeah. Like, oh. some, some rando at school. You want to sleep over? Sure. What's yeah. your name? What's the address? <laughs> what? Anyway, no, I I mean, I she was in my gymnastics class and um, I knew her name, but maybe not her mom's. My mom probably knew her parents' names, but she had a rat, oh. a black rat with Ew. a pink tail. Like <clears throat> nutcracker style. Uh-huh. And in my mind, it was as big as a cat, but it's, it wasn't, uh-huh. you know? And she would just get out and play with it and pet it. And I was just kind of like, I won't. I'll be passing on that. Mm-hmm. And I remember in the night, she woke up and she was crying. And she's like, have you seen? And she said a name. And I was like, who's that? You know? And she's <laughs> like, my rat. <laughs> Guys, I am on the floor. Pardon? In her house at a sleepover, and there is a rogue rat. 
911 SOS, like what the actual. And she, and so I'm like, I don't know. And I start like jumping out of my sleeping bag, you know, looking all uh-huh. around. Lights are on. You're on, you're at the ceiling fan at this point. I'm like, I feel like, I feel like, you're like just like the orangutan. Yeah. I have perched on the door. Yeah. And I will not be coming down until you find Radigan. Or I will put you in a headlock. <laughs> Okay, so so we got off track there. Well, rats um, and hamsters. Back once again, rodents. potato, potato. <laughs> so anyway, this listener, she got a hamster Christmas morning when she was seven, and she went to pull it out of the box, and it latched onto the skin between your finger and your thumb, uh, oh, piercing it all <gasps> the way through. She said she pulled her hand out with a hamster hanging oh. from her hand by the teeth, oh, and my she gosh. said she couldn't get it released from her hand for a while. <laughs> well, it turns out. She was having babies <gasps> on Christmas morn. <laughs> and she wasn't in the mood to get messed with. <laughs> you know how you have like your your birth coach, like your husband, <laughs> you got to grasp onto their yeah. hands real hard. She didn't have a birth coach because she was currently wrapped <laughs> in Christmas <laughs> wrapping paper. And so she latched on. Yes. You know, during those contractions, you right. got to really power through And I don't know how many babies hamsters have, but I would guess it's a lot. It's a, it's a litter. Yeah. And so she if she was mid-litter <laughs> and then someone goes to pick her up. Yeah. But can you imagine being a little girl and like, Christmas morning, Christmas morning, <laughs> hamster. Here's your main present. <laughs> it's going to attack you. And then it's like having babies <laughs> as you're like... <laughs> So she, the, the I can't parents, get it off. The and parents got there's like more. A, they're keeping every time I shake it, more, more come out. Uh, and then their parents got seven for one. On yeah, that, that was a real gift. good Black Friday deal. Speaking of animals having babies, this listener said that she lived on a farm growing up, and at this point in time, they were new to the neighborhood, trying to make friends. Okay, it just so happened her goat was going to have babies. Okay, and she invited neighborhood kids over to watch their farmhand. Deliver these baby goats. Mm-hmm. Well, sidebar, my neighbor has goats and they breed them. And I begged for her to let me know because I really wanted to see it. And she called me one night at like 10. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're having babies if you want to come. And it was very cool. Okay. But I'm a grown woman. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and you've Seen been through, you've been through been child through birth. You see it through a different yes. lens. Mm-hmm. So they get mucus on their, on their face when what? they're born. The babies, yes. The baby yeah. goats. Mm-hmm. It's so thick and sticky that the best way to get it off is for someone to pull the goat from its hind legs and spin it around above your head. So it's like a helicopter. Um, none of that was happening at the birth that I witnessed. This was a fringe farmhand. Okay. Um, I would guess. That is wild. Yeah. So how fast do you have to be spinning it to get that en- goop to Enough fly to off? have the centrifugal force, centripetal force, pull the gunk off the face. Sounds bizarre. Okay, keep going. I mean, that's a story in and of itself. Right, right. But anyway, she and her friends, or her, her friends that she wants to be her friends, right. are hanging out by the the fence, watching the whole thing happen. Mm-hmm. Well, as that gunk is flying off the face of one of the, <gasps> one of the baby goats, it flies through the air, and where oh, do you no. think it lands? On the friends. No, right on her face. Oh. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> She's, She's like, like it's just, guys, don't worry. It's just like a little amniotic fluid. Like, no big deal. Like, I'm so, so used to this. So this isn't going to always happen when you guys come over. And and I'm fine. Don't call me don't call me placenta face, please. Please. Um, She, she said it knocked her right off the fence. Because <laughs> it hit her with such it force. It hit her and she probably so well, yeah, startled. Just, yes, caught, um, caught off guard. She said it was traumatizing, disgusting, embarrassing. And it was stuck on her face. Well, it's so funny. So now she has to be spun above someone's head by her hind legs. <laughs> and it, and round and round we go. 
where it stops, nobody knows. <laughs> the thing is, is I always laugh at this and it's such human nature. Why should she be embarrassed? But it's embarrassing. Uh-huh. It's just like, you know, getting hit in the face with a soccer ball at recess uh-huh. and you're, and everyone stops and like looks at you. And there's just something about uh-huh. it that you're just like, this is embarrassing. Why am I embarrassed? I didn't uh-huh. do anything wrong. I'm a victim in this scenario. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But I'm uh-huh. embarrassed. And uh-huh. yeah, she's trying to impress these new friends. Uh-huh. So she somewhere in there probably wanted to cry a little. Oh, I'm sure. Like, because, I'd, I'd be shocked if she and, didn't. And, be, and freak out. And uh-huh. then you can't because you're trying to play it be cool. cool. So then you just feel so stupid. I can't believe that. A newborn baby goat that you just like twirl around your head. I Like I said, I, I'm no expert. You know. I just never in the National Geographic. No. I just I ever watched seen... the goat like, I feel like the mom goat like licked it off. Yeah. Or something. The goat will stand up within minutes of being born. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got a few like shorter stories, just kind of rapid fire like we like. This listener said, her mom ran the washing machine without realizing their pet ferret princess <laughs> was in there. <laughs> R.I.P. Princess. Oh my she did gosh. not make it. Oh, and what? ferrets smell horrible. Yeah. Have you, have you ever been around like, a ferret? This laundry needs to be done. I would spin cycle. Yeah, but I would just not even wear those clothes ever again. No. Have you ever smelled a, like been around a ferret? They have like a sweet, like sick smell. Sick smell. Yeah, it's like it's like I, underlying. There's like certain states where it's illegal to have a ferret. They're just they are they're sketch. a nuisance. They're sketch. Yeah, I think is what it is. Squirrely, weaselly little buggers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Princess is not a fitting name for... Sometimes they just want to, like, soften the image, you know? Right. Yeah, you don't want to have a ferret named, like, Bernie Madoff or something. You just want to <laughs> name it something that people will feel comfortable with being around. Okay. Okay, so, 12-year-old her walking through the zoo with a stuffed monkey on her shoulder. When they walked by the real monkey encounter, <gasps> the real monkey thought it was a real-life young yeah. baby monkey. Thought that this girl was trying to kidnap one of their mm-hmm. own. And so it went ape. She said, pun intended. <laughs> and it tried to get her stuffed monkey. Oh, my gosh. Her mom had to hurry and get that her out be- of the primate enclosure. It's like some realistic gift shop yeah. swag. Usually they're purple. Yeah. <laughs> Not realistic it's at like, all. Got you the full With like a hair. rainbow tail. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to feel like you are in the actual rainforest? Here you go. Here's the most realistic monkey they're we like, could fathom. They're like, it even smells like poop. We sprayed it with monkey urine. <laughs> This listener said she got bit by a seagull um, and it stole her tuna sandwich from her hand when she Mm -hmm. was at SeaWorld when Uh she was six. Seagulls are so aggressive. And then she said, well, it's because humans have been feeding them way Uh too long. But yes, they're terrifying. My kids, we went to Seattle and we went to Ivers Ivers, and I was trying to get them to go outside. It was cold. It was December. Mm -hmm. So we were eating in this like kind of like makeshift. They kind of have like a seating area that they've enclosed. So Mm -hmm. it's not so cold. And so I was trying to show them to be brave. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I stepped out. Because I've yeah, done same, it before. Famous last words. I've I'm done gonna, it before. Guys, I'm going to show you. This is just fine. fine. Let me just demonstrate. But okay, so typically, let me just paint a picture at Ivers. If you've never been there, it's right on the pier in Seattle, in downtown Seattle. It's like a boardwalk and there's situation. Usually, people like a, a lot of people sitting outside and eating, and so so I guess I didn't think that through. But no one was because it was cold because it was December, so everyone was sitting inside this little thing. Mm-hmm. So I was just going to sh- go step out to that area to show them mm-hmm. and stand on the edge and hold my hand out and let them come grab with a it fry. from my hand with a French fry, and the second I stepped out the door, <laughs> literally like 10 seagulls oh just go swooping in and I just scream and throw the French fry <laughs> and go diving back in and see guys, <laughs> I'm fine. It was this backfired. Anybody else want to try it? <laughs> and I was like, why was, and I said, like, no, don't go try it. I'm afraid you're going to get lifted away. I was like, why wasn't this so scary when I did it before? And I was like, oh yeah, it's because there was like 20 people sitting out here. Mm-hmm. The seagulls were all spread out. 
they there was no one sitting out there. So mm-hmm. as soon as they saw a person with something in their hand even step out the door, mm-hmm. I was targeted. No, seagulls are aggressive. Yeah. One time I got a box of dozen donuts and I brought them to the lake. Mm-hmm. And um, you know on Jumanji, when- <laughs> where it's like not to be dramatic, but you know the movie where the, the board entire game comes town alive is taken down by, by wild animals. Um, no, so you know on Jumanji when that giant mosquito um, taps on the glass yes. and, he, and he's like, "You guys, it's fine. We're in here. He can't get through the glass." And all of a sudden, it's like, "Bing, bing, bing!" and yeah. breaking the glass. So I had a box of dozen donuts, and I figured they're all covered. Yeah. All of a sudden, seagulls just start like breaking through <gasps> the box. Oh my I was gosh. shocked. Mine, mine, mine. Yes, mine, mine. We got to go back to the hamsters. We've all we've all had experiences. When she was a kid, her sister and she had a hamster named Jelly Bean. <laughs> it gnawed a hole in its cage and escaped. <laughs> Sounds about right. We couldn't find it anywhere. Oh no! A few. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't Sorry, read ahead. Allison gave me this. I did not read ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> a few days later our house smelled like burnt toast we think yeah. it climbed down the heater vent oh and when she says we think Poor she jelly bean. there's no way we're going to confirm that we're just going to wait yeah. till the burnt toast smell goes yeah. away <laughs> until the body disintegrates for the air duct cleaner and let them deal with that <laughs> jelly bean r.i.p okay i think i have one more these names the names make That's it so much best. better cuddles jelly bean princess mm-hmm. for some reason it just makes it so much better Oh, for sure. We'll finish it up with this one. This listener said one time her mom, she and her mom were driving um, and they hit a horse. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. Well, sorry. I made that very that, that, Yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They were driving along and next thing you know, they hit a horse. There we go. She said Delivery the horse on point. flew into <gasps> the air and landed basically on top of their car. <gasps> oh my gosh. She said it smashed the driver's sunroof. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's honestly a miracle that yeah. her mom wasn't injured. Mm-hmm. But this is the weirdest part, okay? They never found the horse. What? Even the cops looked and that thing seemingly disappeared. What? She said she still doesn't know. And this was almost 20 years ago. <laughs> and every time she drives that road, mm-hmm. she still looks for horses dead or alive. You guys. Uh, no, this is a ghost horse. Yes. But, and, but, not, did, but doing but some real dented. damage. A real damage. It flew up, landed on the roof of their car, and then what? How, galloped away? You guys, horses are 2,000 pounds. And she, she <laughs> indicated the road. And it's not easy to hide. Right. This isn't like playing hide and seek with your cat. Well, and like when, when a horse a breaks animal. a leg, they like are like, well, we have to shoot, shoot it. it. So it's like. If it gets hit by a car and lands on top of it, smashing glass. Right. It's done. Well, and the weird thing is, so she said it was on the road from, this is in Utah, but from Hiram to Wellsville. You're going 65 at least. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Well, yeah. So it would be done. It would be, it would probably not have lived. But then how, but the cops went and searched everywhere. Where would it have gone? No answers. Just a ghost horse. <laughs> Talk about a core memory. <laughs> well, you guys, th- this episode has been just wild. Just be careful. In more ways than one. It's a jungle out there. <laughs> Whether you have a pet hamster or a prize-winning steer that you think you have a connection with, nobody's safe. No. And I guess when all else fails, just remember, someday you'll laugh about this. Thanks so much for gabbing with us today. I know we call out for some rating and reviews kind of often. We don't mean that. We don't mean that facetiously. If you just do it. (laughs) We wouldn't have to ask so much. Uh (laughs) That's what I tell my kids. They're like, you've told me that like five times. I'm like... Um, if you would have just done it by now, it would have been one time. So like, I don't know who you're blaming here. 
I'm just kidding, you guys. We do love you. We know we've gotten some new gabbers from some of our stuff that we've been doing lately. We and we're excited. We're excited to have you. But if we can't interact with you, unless you do follow along with us on Instagram at gabfest underscore gals. And that's where you get the prompts for submitting stories. Mm-hmm. I want to put out one more call too. If you are a own a small business or a company that you're trying to promote and you want to sponsor us, let us know. Mm-hmm. Message us. We'd love to work with you. We've kind of revamped the way we're doing our sponsorships um, now that we're a KSL podcast. So let us know. We'd love to have you. Bye, guys. See ya. We took the 4th of July off and we didn't ask and we didn't tell. (laughs) We just did it because that's what freedom is. (laughs) Funny animal, funny. Maybe you should just get rid of this. She's really telepathic. She would have known he was going to ask her that. (laughs) (laughs) She's only telepathic with animals. That's just her character. Real estate office in the 90s. We're like, how can I help you? They treated this dog so well. I remember we woke up and had cereal and she made the dog scrambled eggs. My wife's in a fragile state and she needs to go jet skiing. <laughs> uh, they look so serene floating on the those water. long necks. Look, but look when like it's Swan Lake. Yeah, no. Yeah, right. It's the Swan Lake Natalie Portman version. <laughs> That's black swan. Black. They seem like such soft creatures. And the ugly duckling makes you feel like they are nice because they went through it when they were a teen. Right. But no, and they went through an awkward phase. Because they went through it. Now there's vengeance. <laughs> oh my gosh. You got it? Speaking of Jumanji, what's happening? <laughs> oh, good oh I don't think you should have talkies. You just threw up. There's fire on the front of those. What am I doing? Please don't throw up. I always eat those wanting them to taste like a hot Cheeto. And mm-hmm. they don't. They're not going to be hot Cheetos. So mm-hmm. why?